0: Right, good luck. Break a leg. Here we um, go. Okay, I'm excited. Four. Let's
1: press play. We'll, well, record. Oh no, I've already pressed record. What? I've already pressed it. That's oh. what, I, I pressed record, then I said, good luck.
0: Well, why did you say good luck to me when you'd already pressed record? Surely that's like our private thing. You oh, know, sorry. the public to know we, we don't trust each
1: other to be funny or talented. Okay, you're well, a good point. Good luck. Break a leg. Right. Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Pain and Pierce podcast. I'll start again. <laughs> Welcome to episode two of Payne and Pierce. Two P's in a podcast. That's right. Payne and Pierce, two P's in a podcast. It's very exciting. Episode one went okay.
0: Yes. Well, people seem to really enjoy it and people listen to it, so thank you very much. It's, just,
1: it's always a bit of a disappointing start to the podcast. What is? We're just like, oh, good luck. We, t- you know, we need a theme tune. Okay, have we, you got a theme tune in mind? Well, I've got something in mind, okay, Right. what it is, because I know you're pretty good at freestyling stuff, yeah, and <laughs> making up songs on the spot uh, when you used to do your rap battles oh, on the yeah, South Bank. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought maybe you could freestyle <coughs> a theme tune for the show. Um, so let's pretend that the show hasn't started now. Okay. And then um, you do the theme tune and then I'll do the whole welcome to the show.
0: Okay, <laughs> fine, we're going to do a theme tune. <laughs> Here we go then. <clears throat>
1: good luck.
0: Pain and Pierce, two peas in a podcast. Pain and Pierce, you'll have a fun afternoon. Listening to us in your car, in your bath. Pain and Pierce, two peas in a podcast. Oh, God. I thought um, that was really good, actually. I even got sort of a half rhyme. Listening in
1: there. to us in your car, <laughs> <Or> your <bar. laughs> in your bar. Who you thinks listening to this podcast? No, I said bath. Oh, but that makes more sense. I thought you were encouraging people to listen to us whilst in a bar. Well, we might be more fun
0: if you listen to yes. us at a
1: bar. This is true. I don't think it was very good. Okay. But I just as a, as a, for the time being, I've, I've come up with an, an idea for a, a, a temporary jingle. Okay. Temporary theme tune. Because um, I'm very excited. Because there's, there's a woman called Laura J. Matheson. And Laura J. Matheson won the Emerging Talent Award in partnership with Burberry for the Evening Standard. Yes. She's like this big musical theatre type person. And
0: she's one of What's On Stage.com's 15 new faces to watch for in 2015. Yes, very Though much. they're not
1: quite sure what she's up to at the moment. Exactly. Well, I know exactly what she's up to. Okay. She's up to recording a new theme tune <laughs> what? to our show. However, um, I think it can only be a temporary theme tune um, because I, I, I said to her, look, I want a theme tune, uh, I want to um, surprise Rob... And she said, "Right, what sort of things do you want? And I, I told her about the things we do in the show. Yeah. Um, so I told her, you know, things that we do in the show. And then she said, okay, cool. And what sort of things does Rob like? And I said, well, Rob, you know, he likes you know, S Club 7 type <laughs> pop music. So, so she went, so she, she, okay, right, fine. Now, all she's, all she's got is a ukulele. Okay. But this is the, um, the theme tune that Laura <laughs> J. Matheson, who currently is quite big news in the western Absolutely. London, um, has come up with. So, um, I'm can, excited. I'll slide it in there. Hang on a second then. There's a face
0: for the radio. He is short and bald, but you'd never know. And his friend is a fitty too. He wears women's clothes and their high heeled shoes.
1: Their show, two peas in a podcast, silly games, book reviews, and a great laugh. The daftest mates you could ever know. So let's listen to their show. P stands for pain, cause that's our second name. P stands for peace. Stream them into your
0: That is absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Isn't it good? That is incredible. Did you did you write those lyrics or did uh, Laura no? J. I, no I
1: I said to uh, this Laura J. Matheson. I yeah. said, "Here's the things that's going on in the show," um, and she came up with that. However, I don't know if you've noticed there is ever a, such a, a slight similarity between that and a song by S Club 7 um,
0: only the slightest tiniest I've noticed it
1: so that's our temporary theme tune I'm excited and do you know what
0: I do love S Club 7 and I'm really excited that S Club 7 have reunited yes and I can't I'm wait sure to go and see after them. hearing
1: our theme tune they're going to come around and beat us up quite a lot fabulous I can't wait so now we have a theme tune for our podcast let's very quickly talk about some of the feedback we got okay. for the last show right um, um, a lot of people enjoyed the show a lot of people got in touch yes and they can get in touch via the Facebook page and stuff can't they
0: Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, or email us, and um, we'll go through them at the end, shall we? But yeah. people got in touch that we don't even know. Yes, it's really exciting. So Thank it's you. not just
1: not just our friends listening to it. However, one person did listen to it that I know, um, and uh, he kind of like my 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 radio radio mentor, right? Okay, a guy who put my dog's bark in the background.
0: Well, Was like, it your dog that
1: listened to it? Yes. Okay. Uh, no, it's a guy called uh, Neil. Uh, Neil Faraday is a radio presenter and he's very good. And he used to mentor me on the radio. But he's very strict and very severe. And he said, I know, so he listens to the podcast. Like Moira Stewart. Even stricter than Moira Stewart, well, right? It's like Chris Evans. Oh, not that strict. Okay. Right, so, um, and he said the problem is, is that me and you sound very similar to each other. What?
0: I know. Neil Faraday, I don't know you, but I'm very cross that you think I sound like
1: Ant. Well, Well, this is the thing, so So he said... I don't sound short, fat, or bald. And I don't sound tall, (laughs) handsome, and masculine. Yeah, (laughs) just like you do. So, the the way around that, I thought, Rob... Yes, (laughs) Ant. ...is that we start using each other's names more, Rob. So, do you know who's talking? Yes, you're talking. Who is? You are. Say my name. Say my name, say
0: my name. No, no, no,
1: no. Say my name. Ant. Yes, Rob. See? What? No, I'm just saying Rob. Yeah, um, what do what? you want? No, I don't want anything. I'm just saying. Well, why are you saying my name then? Because I'm just saying, if we say it to the name, Rob, um, then uh, we know who's talking, Rob. All right, cool. Yeah? Yeah, that's fine. Good. Say my name. Ant. Why, why, why are you not saying my name Well, Rob, I know please? your name already. But you know my name, and I know my name. Good. That's it. Excellent.
0: Oh, they don't know your name. Um, well, they do know your name, but they don't know your voice.
1: But it was some good feedback. And people got in touch via the um, Facebook page and via the Twitter page as well. And people got in touch with um, some, some jokes and some feedback. And, uh, and it's really good. So um, well, thank you very much to everyone who got in touch. and everyone who listened to the podcast. Yes. It's good, isn't it, Rob?
0: Yes, it is Ant. See? All you have to do now that you listen to our podcast and you enjoy it is you need to tell your friends to listen to it and to share it on Facebook and Twitter, etc., Please. So
1: one of the new features we're coming up with uh, on... um, We're always trying to think of new ideas for the show, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And new ideas for features. And um, I've come up with a great one.
0: Yeah, I don't like the look of the name of this, though. The Education Education of of Robert Robert Pierce. Pierce. Now, I don't want to be presumptuous, but I am quite well educated. Up to degree level, actually. Well, Um, it's good.
1: what more can you teach me? Well, this is it. You see, I'm going to give you... Five amazing, interesting facts. Okay. That's what it is. I'm going to give you five amazing, interesting facts. And that's it, really. Just, I'm educating you. Okay. Oh, and then later on... I'm going to see how much of those facts you remember. And for everyone you get wrong, I'm going to hit you over the head with a big metal tray. Oh. I wonder what that tray was doing there. So this is just to make sure that you're listening and paying attention. Okay. So, and also this is for everyone, okay? This is some interesting, amazing facts, right, that uh, you have to listen to. And, oh, I can't find, there you go, ready for, sorry. Okay. Your fact number one, mm-hmm. everyone, your heart beats around 100,000 times a day, which works out at 36 and a half million times a year. That's a lot of heartbeats, isn't it?
0: That's a lot of really big numbers yeah, as well. Your,
1: try and feel your pulse now, Feel your heart, 100,000 times a day. It's amazing, isn't I it? I can't find my pulse, actually. Hmm, that's because you're dead inside. <laughs> right? Did you know that giraffes are ruminants? Ruminants? What's a ruminant, I hear you say. This means that giraffes have more than one stomach. How many stomachs do you think a giraffe has? I think a giraffe has five stomachs. Ooh, very close. A giraffe has four stomachs. Oh my God! The extra stomachs are there to help digest the food. It's weird, isn't it? So, heart beats hundred thousand times a year, which is thirty uh, a day, which is thirty-six and a half million times a year. Right? Giraffes are ruminants, which means they have four stomachs, which is exciting. Okay. okay. So the key things
0: to remember so far are a hundred thousand, thirty-six and a half
1: million ruminants <laughs> and four. Yes. Now listen, here we go, ready? Butterflies <sighs> taste food by standing on top of it. Like their taste receptors are in their feet. Right. Unlike humans, we have a tongue, obviously. So if you're to yeah. taste something, we put our tongue in it. Ooh, right? I wouldn't my, my want
0: my tongue to be on my feet. That exactly. Why would you be
1: tasting your own feet? Ugh. Yeah, exactly. So butterflies taste things by standing on it, which is weird, isn't it? Um, and really, the sun is over 300,000 times larger than the earth. That's big, isn't it? No wonder it's quite bright and warm. Three hundred thousand. What is it with all these really long numbers? Four. That's only four. I need to give you one more, um, okay. One more amazing fact. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. Although polar bears are white and they're all fluffy and nice, yeah. their skin is actually black. Oh. That's a good fact. I didn't know that one. What, Under the fur? obviously under the fur, not on top of the fur, is it? do put it on a no, skin jacket. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there we go. There's your five facts. And later on oh, in the podcast, good. I will be testing Robert Pierce to find out how much he's learned in the education of Robert Pierce. Oh, wait. What is it? Some other
0: feedback I've just remembered. Yes. Is that we should have theme tunes for each section. All oh, right. right. So, so-, so you now need to do a theme tune for the education of Robert
1: Pierce. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You weren't, weren't prepared for this, were you? Okay, uh, so, okay. Uh, Robert Pierce. What rhymes with Pierce? Pierce. Fierce. Fierce. Good. Fierce. What else rhymes with Pierce? Mmm. miss, Ness. They're not really words, those, are they? No,
0: fierce. I think Robert Pierce is fierce. Okay, right. That's my motto.
1: <clears throat> it's time for the education of Robert Pierce and Training schedule is kind of fierce. If you get it right, he'll say hooray. But if you get it wrong, he hits you with a tray. <laughs> well, that wasn't too bad. There we go. That's yeah. the education of Robert Pierce. Excellent. Done. Now it's time for our book review, my friends. <clears throat> now, in episode one, we asked you to get in touch via Facebook or Twitter, right, and tell us what books you're reading. Uh, this is obviously aimed at small people. I don't want people getting in touch saying... I've read Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't even know what it is. No, and also
0: we made that joke on the last podcast. Yeah, I'm just saying.
1: What I'm saying is that it's for small people, and small people did get in touch. Yes, saying we
0: had a message from Sarah Talbot, who I do not believe is the small person, but she was saying that Phoebe, aged five from Bristol, loves reading Aliens Love Underpants, which is by Claire
1: Friedman. Now, when you put on Facebook, you got someone got in touch about Aliens Love Underpants. Loads of people started going. I love that book. It's people amazing. Actually, went a little bit crazy. <laughs> very much so. Um, there's my copy of it over there, I right? See. So we've got Alien's Love Underpants, which is a book only uh, Oddly I already had in my house, because it is an amazing book by Claire Friedman. And there's loads of big pictures. It's also
0: it's it's at the standard that Ant can read. Mm, yeah, I not mean, not too many words. Which he likes is good. bright colours and sparkly things, so it's very helpful.
1: Um so uh, we thought we needed to get some sort of good reviews of Alien's Love Underpants, right? This yes. is for small people to get involved. Um so after Friend, um, she is a teacher, a teacher in a school in Sunderland.
0: Yes, so we contacted Karen Balmer, and she got the teachers at Saint Leonard's Roman Catholic Primary School in Silks, Silksworth, which is in Sunderland, Sunderland, Sunderland. which is in Sunderland, um, to do some reviews. So Miss Imory, who's the reception teacher, and Miss Defty, who are the, is the Year Five teacher. Read the book to
1: their classes, and we got some responses. Now, reception year is obviously very small, people, and <laughs> yeah. year five. They're still only like uh, six, seven years old, you know, in year five. So let's start off with some of the reviews we got. From, should we do year five first? Let's do year five first because they make slightly more sense yes. than the kids in reception. Okay. year. right. But obviously, these people are from Sunderland. How do these speak from Sunderland? Uh,
0: are they are they Geordies in Sunderland?
1: I think, what, like like Newcastle? Or,
0: or like Mackems or Tackems. I can't remember which. A Mackem is somebody from Middlesbrough and a Tackem is somebody from Sunderland? Is I think that... he's making up words. No, I'm not
1: making up words. Well, I, I think, well, we'll try we'll try the accent, we're not making the accent. Okay, so we're going to try a Geordie accent. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> right, are you ready for this? Here we go. <laughs> so this is the reviews. This is from Annabelle, who's in year five. Annabelle in year five from the school in Sunderland, right? I thought that the part when all of the aliens tried to fit in their pants was hilarious. <laughs> Come on, that's a good accent. Yeah, that was
0: good. Okay. Um, I'm going to okay. do a, a short one. Uh, ben from Year 5. Okay. In a Geordie accent. Sunderland. Okay, oh, yeah, I've so got bad. it. I've got it. I liked the book because it... Right. I can't do it. So, do a Geordie accent again.
1: Brilliant. What if you have... We
0: oui, amen. That's it. We oui, man. I like the book because it rhymed in some of the sentences.
1: <laughs> You're very good at accent. Thank you. That was Ben in year five. Um, Alex in year five saying, Aliens in underpants is entertaining, and I reckon it would make any child laugh. Oh, that's quite... A that wasn't good, too bad, actually. That's I, a good review went on, Alex. Yeah, don't. I reckon that might have been written by Miss Defty herself. <laughs> you yeah. not um, so there's loads of reviews from Year 5, which is exciting. Alicia saying, uh, that I like the things that aliens do with the pants and how they know where the pants are and stuff. And uh, Freya from Year 5 saying, I like the books. Uh, it's brilliant, it's funny. And they stole Grandma's spotty bloomers. Yeah. So loads of people got in touch um, from Year 5, which is cool. However, also some people in reception class. The yes. reception is, like, mega young. Are they, like...
0: Are they even alive in reception?
1: Barely, okay. right. So, this is from reception class at uh, St. Leonard's Primary School. If that's Miss Imri's class. Right. Um, some of these reviews are quite amazing. <clears throat> Here we go. <clears throat> Connor says, Some of the aliens have three eyes. <laughs> Jack. Jack says,
0: That one only has one eye.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of comment about the eyes. Uh, uh, Bobby. They are coming to Earth. I think Bobby's taking it too seriously, <laughs> thinking we're actually going to get the, oh, invaded by aliens. Oh, that's a, that would be a bit of a nuisance. Um, Connor, for example. Connor, this is a good
0: one. The big aliens will wear big pants, and the small aliens will wear small pants.
1: Um, and I think one of the best reviews was from Sebastian, which basically says, Boing! 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 That's not completely random. <laughs> that is a part of the story, you see. So obviously they're finding their favourite parts of the stories. But loads of people got in touch. So um, Bobby, Jack, Connor, Aidan, Sebastian, Gabriel, um, uh, loads of people got. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, those people. Uh, Basically,
0: <laughs> Connor had the most to say about the book. He didn't shut up. I think Connor <laughs> might be the one that reads in that class. But the most excited person was indeed Karen Bormer herself. who he wrote. Uh, quite a long review with lots of exclamation marks and um, question marks and even some upselling of other titles that Claire Friedman has written <clears throat> and also different media in which you can listen to it. Um, read right, so this, is, read this it. is
1: from the, the teacher, this is from Bourne, uh, Mrs. Bournemouth that we... Yes. Go on in. do you want to... I'm
0: going to have to read this quite fast because it's quite long. I had the pleasure of coming across this book while covering in a reception class with another member of staff some time ago. To say I was a fan immediately is an understatement. Explanation, exclamation, exclamation. The response from the children was immediate, oh. and to see them really enjoying the story and wow. listening to their comments and giggles was a really magic moment. I've magic. never heard someone speak uh, so far. Uh, well, I've just a lot to get through. It's good. Um, I have since purchased this for most younger members so, of our family and family friends. Doesn't make any sense. What? What, what do you mean it doesn't make any sense?
1: What, you're speaking so fast. Well, tr- go on, carry on. Um,
0: did you know did, you can get a version no. with sounds? It's amazing. It has nickel-elastic sounds and everything. I think you just said nickel-elastic. Well, right? it did. Nickel-elastic. Okay, good. The, carry on. the audio version of the book has nickel-elastic sounds, which Miss mm. Bormer, who is a teacher, particularly enjoys. Okay. Fine. Uh, I have even ventured into the Christmas version of them meeting Santa Claus. Amazing stuff. This book is suitable for people of all ages, as some of the children from Saint Leonard's Roman Catholic Primary School at Silksworth in Sunderland will agree.
1: Wow. Very what about good. That? Um, so, um, so, Aliens Love Underpants, our first book review. I think the reviews have been hugely positive. Um, so I want to say thank you to everyone who got in touch from St Leonard's School in Sunderland. Sunderland! Um, I tried getting in touch with Claire Friedman, the author, which is yes. very busy, because not only has she write Aliens Love Underpants, love they also Dinosaurs Love Underpants. Yes. She's got a new book coming Pirates out. in Underpants. Oh, really? Um, and also there's an Aliens Love Underpants live tour right, Yes. Uh, with puppets and actors and stuff, and you go to underpantslive.com to find out about that, which is very, very cool indeed. So I'd
0: quite like to go and see that, actually, because I don't know how you make a stage show out of a story like that. I know,
1: yeah, but it's... I think it'd be really cool. The nearest ones to us is Tunbridge Wells. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, where's the place we did in Croydon? The Fairfield Halls. It's going there as well, I think. Oh, I love the Fairfield Halls. I think it's there. But, um, I would be
0: absolutely terrified to see onions on stage, though. I don't think it's really I think right. even as an adult... I there should be some sort of warning.
1: Oh, not real aliens. Think, no, really? No. Um, aliens are real, aren't they? Obviously, they're real. Yeah. They're not real actors. Um, so that's <laughs> our first book review, which is Aliens Love Underpants. Thank you very much indeed to every small person that got involved. If you have a book review or a book that you like to read, you can get in touch like the,
0: You can go to... <coughs> oh, sorry. What's wrong with you? <coughs> oh, my gosh. <coughs> you can go to Facebook... Um, And find us on Payne and Pierce podcast. You can uh, leave us a message there. You can go to Twitter, at Payne and Pierce. You can tweet us, or you can send us an email to payneandpearce at gmail.com. When you get in touch, remember to tell us your name, your age, and where you come from, and we would absolutely love to hear from you.
1: Gmail sounds like a strange club in the middle of London somewhere. Weird. Um, It's a very good club, actually. So, (laughs) Um, yes, um, now, my friends, we need to talk about Challenge Robin Ant. (gasps) Do you want to do a jingle for this as well? Challenge Robin and Nancy what they could do! Time now to do... Talk about Challenge Rob and Nancy. So last time, episode one, obviously we didn't have any challenges. No,
0: so I had to give you a <coughs> challenge, which we put on YouTube and was of you playing bagpipes or using your... The most reluctant cat I've ever seen yeah. to be a bagpipe. It was actually quite funny. We've had... Uh, it's on our YouTube channel, which is Pain and Pierce podcast as well. Yeah. Um, and lots of people have watched it. But fortunately, on Twitter... We had a challenge come through from Rachel, whose Twitter handle is my panda is land, which I think is quite strange, Ooh. because a panda's an animal, it can't no, be a landmass, no, 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 no. can I it? Think,
1: I think it's pronounced uh,
0: MyPandaIsland. MyPandaIsland? Well, that's the same thing, my panda... If a panda's an island,
1: it's land, isn't it? My yeah. panda is land, my panda island, same thing. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I suppose it doesn't make sense either way. <laughs> no, no. Um, but she got in touch saying um, about an eating challenge. So the idea of the challenge is this. Now, we're not going to do this on the podcast. We're going to tell you about this now. And then we shall film it and put it on our YouTube channel. Yes. Um, and you can go and check it out because this is going to be worth seeing because this, my friends, is an eating challenge. Oh, yes. Um, myself and Robert Pierce here. Oh, yes. Um, we are going I'm with ant. Yes. We are That's going I'm to... talking now. Okay. Ant talking. I'm ant. Um, I'm are, Rob. Yes. We get that. We get that now. Um... We have got an Eater Challenge to see who can eat the most hot dogs in 60 seconds. I'd like to point out that hot dogs are in fact these sausages, are not actual hot dogs. No. Nope. That'd be strange. However, um, I have had further communique with the person who set the challenge, and it's the person who can eat the most hot dogs in 60 seconds whilst wearing boxing gloves. What? <laughs> what? That's ridiculous. So, as soon as this podcast finishes, <laughs> um, myself and Robert Pierce. Hello. Hi. Um, that's me. We'll, we'll be doing the Challenge Robin Ant, the CRA, C-R-A-A, Challenge Robin Ant, so yeah. call it, um, a number two, which is eating... We'll be doing a number two? No. I no. Should... It Maybe will... afterwards, but not right now. No, we're going to be eating. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number but... two? <laughs> I don't like this challenge in the slightest. It's <laughs> the worst challenge ever. <laughs> two actors, one... But anyway, <laughs> this... <laughs> this... Shut up. Right. So we're going to be eating hot dogs whilst wearing boxing gloves. That's our challenge, Robert. Okay, exciting. Do you have boxing gloves? I have got child's boxing Excellent. gloves, which will only just fit on our hands. Fat. So, I can't so wait. listen. So we'll record that afterwards, and we'll put it all over Facebook and Twitter and stuff yes. like that. So you can see the video and it on our YouTube. <laughs> Excuse me, I got so excited that I just <laughs> choked on my own spittle. Um, Which well for the challenge. Yes, now, before we get to the end of our show and before we do our story time, because ultimately this is all about story time, and yes. doing story time, Um it's time now for part two of The Education of Robert Pierce. It's The Education oh. of Robert Pierce sometimes and training techniques are quite right. if you totally. get thank you good. Um, earlier on I gave Rob and you dear listener five facts um, so what I need you dear listener to do is try to remember how many facts you can remember but Rob is also going to try and see yes. how many facts he can remember for everyone who gets wrong I've got this metal tray here um, as an example I'm going to just as a, a trial run yeah. Rob um, going to hit yourself on the head and well not myself no. hit you what <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> it sounds great to <laughs> that Okay, right. Um, best- so
0: before, if you'd like to play along at home, all you need is a metal oven tray <laughs> and someone to answer questions.
1: No, 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 no. Just listen, guys, don't start hitting people with trays like this. What? I, no one's going to want to do that and no one's going to want to be your friend, okay? So, Robert Pierce, are you ready? Yes. I want to hear the five... Um, The five facts that I told you, right, I want to hear them back. Fact number one is that your heart beats 100,000
0: times a day, Mm. which amounts to 36.5 million times a year.
1: Fact number one is
0: a success. Correct. Okay, the second fact (coughs) was that giraffes are ruminants and they have four stomachs to help them digest.
1: Fact number two is also correct.
0: Fabulous. Uh, fact number three. Aha! Fact number three is about butterflies and they use, um, they stand on their food to taste it because their uh, taste sensors are in their feet.
1: Fact number three. Annoyingly correct. Yes! Okay. I'm going to have to rush it. You can't just... Number four. Number four was about...
0: Um, oh, number four. <laughs> Five. Uh, four, uh, three, uh, number four. Three, number four's completely left my
1: head. Ow! Oh! Number four was about polar bears.
0: Ah,
1: and polar bears have... Black skin underneath their white fur. Okay, and the and final fact that you learnt earlier on,
0: please? was. Oh, no, what? The polar bear one was the fifth one. Okay, fine. Um, the, uh, the fourth fact was something about the sun being 300 times bigger than the world. Oh. Incorrect number. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> 100,000 times bigger. Oh, 100 times bigger.
1: 300,000. You said 300, not 300,000. I said 300,000. Well, I think we could all rewind and listen to Ow! <laughs> yes, that's what you deserve for that ad. <laughs> well, you did very well. You got, you got quite a lot out of there. Oh, you did say 300, not 300,000. Oh, yeah. I don't believe that for a second. Well, we can, the good thing about podcasts, you can just go back and listen again. But that was the education of Robert Pierce.
0: Yes, it is story time. And this week, you have the pleasure of my narration. And just in case you're not sure yet, I am Robert
1: Right, so this, Rob, this, is, this week you've written the story, have you? Yes, well, it's a, it's a well-known story. Sure, last time we did um, "God Locks God and three three Bears. Des, And what's this week's one? This week we are going to do The Princess and the Pea. Now, what happened last week, I was, I, last not last week, last podcast, podcast, I read the story and you did sound effects, and some of your sound effects were pretty good. Absolutely. Um, but you have a special machine that you haven't bought with you today, so I'm going to have to do all of my sound effects... Yes. ...using just the power of my mouthage.
0: Yes, absolutely. And uh, let's not forget how last time, how excited Ant's dog got at the sound effects and he is currently wandering around the room. So this could be quite interesting. Okay. So this is the story of the princess and the pea. (laughs) Thank you. Once upon a time, there was a prince who wanted to marry a princess.
1: Ooh.
0: But she... Mm -hmm. But she would have to be a real princess. He travelled all over the world to find one. What's that? It's on his horse. Oh. Um, to France? Oh, bonjour. To Japan? Ah, oh, konnichiwa. What does that mean? It Means hello. Educational. To America? Hello. <laughs> and even Birmingham.
1: Mwenolo, <laughs> how
0: are you doing? I'm a prince. How are you doing? But as we all know, there's no princesses in Birmingham. But nowhere <laughs> could he find the genuine <laughs> article. There were princesses enough, but it was difficult to find out whether they were real ones. There Ooh. was always something about them that was not as it should be. Ooh. Some looked like Wednesday Adams, and others
1: just looked like Mr Tumble, which is really strange. It is a bit weird. I mean, I like Mr Tumble, but his, I, I wouldn't want a princess to look like Mr Tumble. No. No, no,
0: no, not at all. So the prince came home again and was sad. I
1: was, I was very sad, don't you know? For he would
0: have liked very much to have met a real princess. I
1: really want to meet a real
0: princess. Thank you. One evening a terrible storm started. There was thunder and lightning and the rain poured down in torrents. <laughs> Suddenly a knocking was heard at the city gate. And the old king went to open it.
1: Uh, I'll get it. Don't you worry. Here a... I go. Thank you. I'll it, uh, get the door.
0: Good. It, obviously, it took him quite a long time to get the door because he was old. It was Here a... I am. Yeah, thank you. It was a princess standing out there in front of the gate. But good gracious, what a sight. The rain and the wind... <laughs> thank you. ...had made her look ridiculous. Oh. The water... <laughs> Ran down from her hair and clothes. Ew. It ran down into the toes of her shoes and Ew. out again at the heels. Hey, eh? I know it's like her feet had have holes in, isn't it? Or on backwards. Yeah, that's weird. Okay. Well, I I wrote this, and yet she said that she was a real princess, even though she really looked like Hagrid had just come in from a run. Hello, Harry. I did that because I know he does a good Hagrid impression. Well.
1: Oh, uh, oh, but how will I we know if she's telling the truth? said the king. Yes, well, oh, well,
0: we'll soon find that out, replied the old queen. But she said
1: nothing apart from, We'll soon find that out and went, went off into the bedroom. And
0: went into the bedroom. That's my bit. Oh, it's in sure. the rotation. Oh, oh yes, yeah, see, I oh, see. There she took all the bedding off the bedstead and laid a pea on the bottom. <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing? Doing the, the sound effect of a pea what what sort of peas is that? what sort of pea makes that noise?
1: Hmm. my pee makes that noise
0: uh, no, no, stop it what you mean
1: uh, like a vegetable pea like a pea you have at the bottom of a garden i right. I often pee at the bottom of the garden no what like a like a little pea well, sometimes a little, but a lot of the times they go on for ages no, i don't, I right with me I don't mean a, a pee pee pee
0: right. I mean a mmm pea like a pea you eat. Oh, that makes more sense. Like than... a vegetable. Okay, fine. Then she took 20 mattresses and laid them on the pea. It's lucky it wasn't your turn of pee, <laughs> wasn't it? And then 20 eyed down beds on top of the mattresses. On this, the princess had to lie all night. <laughs> but she couldn't sleep a wink. Oh, not... But she had dreadful dreams about hungry birds. How do
1: you had dreadful dreams if you didn't sleep a wink? I don't think you've thought this through. Well, it, sometimes
0: we, we, you're in that half-sleep, aren't you, where you're l- dreaming a little bit. Well, but before the, the thing you say, she was half asleep. Um But she couldn't sleep a wink. She was only half-asleep. <laughs> she, had, she had dreadful dreams about hungry birds. <laughs> And beanstalks. Ooh, oh, fee, fi, fo, farm, And pesticides. Your um, um, sound effect? Bloom, get off my land. <laughs> in the morning, she was asked how she had slept. Oh, oh, very badly, said she.
1: I have scarcely closed my eyes all night. Heaven only knows what was in the bed. But I was laying on something hard <laughs> so that I am...
0: So I I was
1: laying on something hard. So now I'm
0: black and blue all over my body. It's horrible. Now they knew that she was a real princess because she had felt the pee right through the 20 mattresses. (laughs) And the 20 Eidertown beds. (laughs) Nobody but a real princess could be as sensitive as that. So the prince... Asked her to marry him, for now he knew that he had a real princess and the... <laughs> <laughs> and the pea was put in the museum, where it may still be seen, if no one has stolen it. And that is a true story.
1: Very. Well, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> oh, that was good. Good, uh, good story time Thank there. you. The end, of course. Yes. Right, um, that is the end of the podcast as well. Um, so please do get in touch. We need all your input for next uh, the next podcast. We need a new challenge for the Challenge Robin Ant. Yes. Um, we we need... need some jokes. Yeah, always get in touch with good jokes. We like next time we do another list of jokes like we did in the first one.
0: And we would love to hear, <coughs> A, Excuse if me. you read Alien Self Underpants after listening to our reviews. But B, most importantly, what book are you reading that you think we should review for the next podcast? Right,
1: so get in touch via Facebook for... For book reviews and for a good idea for Challenge Rob and Ant. Yeah. And for uh, some jokes, jokes as well, indeed. Very good indeed. So that's and Facebook,
0: Twitter and email.
1: And how do they find those Robato?
0: Search for Pain and Pierce Podcast on Facebook, at Payne and Pierce on Twitter, and Pierce at gmail.com on the email. Yes.
1: But for now, this is me, Ant, saying bye-bye. And this is me, Rob, saying bye-bye. Bye.